All right, everybody, welcome back to Bold Perceptions. We are out here in Emery's, in the heart of Norport. It is a recycling coffee shop. Save the environment, baby. Refurbishing things. Look at that, climate change, we're in it, right? Everything they do is recycled. Um, so we're out here today. You know, the weather isn't as great as our first one, but who cares? We can't control that, so... We're gonna record our second one for the, for you guys. Um, Nick, what what you do this weekend, man? Oh, great, great weekend. Uh, we had a game Saturday, a shootout. That was oh, a yeah. lot of fun. Uh, Too De close. Des has got to get his defense uh, under control. Oh, uh, you know, you know, you know. We'll get there. It was uh, what seventy two to fifty something. Seventy two fifty six. Crazy number. So we um, playing flag football. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of fun. I mean, we got yeah. we got our second dub on the on the year. Teams rolling a little bit. So that was uh, lots of fun, a lot of good things. Um, there was a party Saturday night, right? Right, right. Kevin, one of our guys on the team, thirty, just, just turned thirty. Big three zero. Thirty yeah. and had his first kid. That's you soon, right yeah, there. Watch out, bro! I still got three years. <laughs> Told you, not an adult until I hit thirty. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I was gonna make it out, but I hit the hit the bed, and I'm on this team sober stuff. Right. You know, I'm, I hit my. I got my one month coin right. My recovery <laughs> coin on Saturday. But I'm telling you, I feel freaking good being sober. What? What? Like? What made you do it? Why? I just. I think maybe I'm getting older. I don't know. I. I. I like the momentum you build. Right. You know what I mean, you don't have those hangover days. You're not wasting right. a whole night drinking. Like I can feel like I'm. My momentum. I'm keeping it. I posted some on my Snapchat. It was. Uh, 80% of your problems can be solved by momentum or something right, like that. Yeah. And it's amazing how it builds, like with the little snowball going down the hill. Right, right, right. And uh, I just, I don't have no urge. I mean, no, I'm getting, I'm hanging out with good people. I'm having good times being uh, sober and it's just more real. You're not living in no fairy tale fake land. Right, you know, I'm right. being numb. But anyways, anyways, so I didn't, I didn't quite make it out. <laughs> and I got invited uh, the next morning to uh, flea market shopping. With, flea market in Denmark. Yeah, with uh, with one of the board members on the team. So, me, him, uh, and his wife, we hit a couple flea markets six a.m. Right, bright and early, on a baby. Sunday, day after again. And you should these people. I mean, the people that sell, it's a serious thing. I mean, and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. I end up coming away with uh, a bust of Alexander the Great. Mm -hmm. I love history. I love. Um, Alexander the Great for one, you know, Caesars, Napoleons. I, lo I love uh, studying like, great men of history. Right. I know they did some things wrong, but just to, how to accomplish all that. And, and it's just, to me, it blows my mind. So I also got a Paul Smith shirt. And I guess uh, the, the wife I was with, um, she uh, knows her fashion big time. Oh, and, yeah. uh, oh for sure. She found. She was in the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she found uh, this designer brand. I've never even heard of Paul Smith. And it was a, a cuff, it's got like some rainbow cuffs, but a nice blue shirt. It's $200 shirt, like retail. Got it for five bucks. So, uh, sweet deal. And if you don't do that flea market and thrifting, I'm telling you, you can find some neat stuff. And it's got character to it. Right. That's what I really like about it. It's like, do you, it, it's, do you, you wash ever, it. You, do you wash have, okay, it. Okay, do you ever yeah. feel weird that somebody else No, no, I go to the dry cleaners, do it, and I kind of like, you know, like I say, about I have about 20 suits, and mm -hmm. about 10 of them are custom. But the other 10 are like just badass finds at, at thrift stores you know you can get some high-end stuff and if it fits decent you go to your tailor you know get it all looking mm -hmm. good and it's like it's awesome save a shit ton of money what's the differences in thrift stores and flea markets here compared to the states like um, you've done it in the states right yeah yeah i'm yeah, um, big uh when i was in high school we actually ran like a flipping ebay thing mm -hmm. you know where we buy stuff and then sell it uh right from where we actually made some decent money on that anyways uh over the states there's just a lot uh, more 
you know, uh, this is a smaller country, but but here they have a lot better stuff, quality. Because, you know, all the designers are over here, the, the good clothing and mm -hmm. all that. So I'm enjoying it. And it's cool. I found some people that uh, like it too, you know. I, it's the idea of like finding the find, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe find a painting that's worth 15 million. And, <laughs> but anyway, so it was a great day. It was a great day. How about your, uh, your weekend, Des? Uh, my weekend was cool. You know, I had a friend in from the States, um, one of my former college um, friends. You know, we uh, we grew up together a little bit. She saw me play at two, to four different teams now. Wow. She saw me play at Wake Forest. She saw me play at University of Charlotte. She play, saw me play for the Jags. And now she's seen me play over here. Um, so we've been friends for forever. She used to always come to the house. Girls used to be super jealous. <laughs> used to think that she was the girl that was getting with all the guys. Never happened. Always one of the homies. Um, so she was going through a little bit of tough, tough time through in life. Um, I won't speak on it. I'll let her speak for it for herself. Yeah. Um, but she decided to come over. You know, it was her first time in Europe. Uh, so she came over, saw the game. And I had my friends up from Aarhus. Tim Morvick yeah. and Ricky Stevens came down and saw the game, too. Uh, so I got a chance to go out with them. Showed them what it's like here in Copenhagen. Uh, I did drink. Uh, oh, yeah? I, I am not on Team Sober right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did that stuff in the 23, 24 time when you go through the month period of you, you try to get on sober and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, it, it's cool. I, I'll, I'll do it now eventually soon once we get later into the season. Um, but Kevin's 30th. Yeah. You know, Kevin is, is a really close friend to me, especially with Morton and the whole O-line. You know, Kevin and Morton actually came down to visit me last year in Poland. Really? Yeah, That's they drove. Mean. They drove all the way down there. I think it was like 12, 13 hour drive. Doesn't that mean a lot when people go out of their way to see yeah. you? That's yeah. really cool. So many people tell me like that from yeah. home. I'm gonna come visit you and everything like that. And yeah, but it was it was awesome. You know, I had all my all my good friends here. Even though Chrissy didn't make it out on Saturday night, she got a little heard, too drunk yeah. in the, <laughs> she was in the, the hotel bathroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, it was it was a lot of fun. I woke up Sunday, wasn't too hungover. Um, ended up going to brunch, you know, being a typical American, getting some mimosas and stuff. Um, I'm starting to get in that life here. Hey. Those brunch buffets are freaking amazing. Brunch life is cool, man. Shout out uh, Deli Veli. Shout out F uh, Phoenix Cafe. It's awesome places. And shout out to them basic white girls for putting this on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to we're gonna jump into our subject for, for today. And, in, and our subject is really going to be talking about are they really your homies? You know? Yeah. Are, are the people that are, say that they're in your corner really there for you? So, so Nick, start it off for us. Yeah, totally. Um, this is something everyone deals with, and it's not just uh, your friends or your girlfriends. Um, it could be that voice in your head, too. It's always, like, uh, wrapped in doubt. You know what I mean? Kind of like when you want to do something. Oh, first off, first off, we got to talk about the reviews. Oh, I totally forgot man. about that. We started going, getting a little hot. Do you know why I remembered? Because I said, know what I mean? Know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we got a lot of, uh, a lot of positive reviews and uh, good criticism. I mean, obviously, this is, uh, we haven't done a podcast before. Never. So we're going to learn how it goes. But the main thing we wanted to get across was the energy. Yes. And yes. I think a lot of people felt that good energy. And that's what we really want. But uh, I, uh, we listened over a couple of times. We heard the, the, the criticisms, and I realized I say, know what I mean, know what I mean, a lot, and blah, blah, blah. Right. And it kind of reminded me, I used to, Eminem's got some old interviews, like some rappers, they always say, know what I mean, know what I mean, like at the end of something, you know? Like, bro, like, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this too, the pen tapping. Yes. They yes, said they yes. got to give me a stress ball, I guess. But uh, right. anyways, but, hey, we, we appreciate that so much, the, the great reviews, and I, I feel like, uh, if anything, this is... Uh, getting great people around in my life too that want to be a part of this i, I get to see who uh 
who I kind of want to... Who actually listened to us. Yeah, who like, wants to fuck with attention us. And like actually gave us good critiques instead of like, oh yeah, that was good and kept it moving. Yeah. And, yeah anybody can say that. But then also like who I want to kind of, um, you know, keep in contact with, keep associating with, because like they're about the same kind of stuff I'm about. Right. You know, that positive energy and, and, and doing something. So, so we had to touch on that. Um, Obviously, we're not going to cut out the background noise too much. You know, sometimes we'll go to places that are a little bit quieter, but we wanted to keep it all the way real, all the way authentic. Like we said, we're raw and uncut. And we heard a lot of good things about that, too. Like, they thought, oh, so unique. Like, we were like, you could feel like you were there. Right. And that was kind of the point. But obviously, we want to try to curtail it so you can, you know, the focus is on our voices. Right. But we wanted to keep that energy. I mean, my voice is sexy enough that they yeah. all hear it, you know what I mean, all the time. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to the, the main thing. And here's what we're doing. We're doing, like, a little, like, pop-up thing. You know, something's on our mind. We're just going to throw the mic on, discuss it, try to put these out in between interviews. You know, just throw some content and what we're, uh, what we're uh, thinking about. Right. So let's get back to it. So people always saying they're in your corner and not really being there. So, I mean, people come and go in your life you know, oh. at very random times. The, the hard part is differentiating between who's there for good and who's there for bad. And I think we all have that, that trouble at times because you get somebody that comes into your life and you're having so much fun with them and everything, but then you forget to realize, like, what are they really there for? Totally. And I'm not saying you have to analyze why everybody is there in your life because, people, like I said, people go come and go so quickly. Um, I, I think what you have to differentiate is that whether people are only there for the fun and when your bad times come, where do they go? Totally. Because so many people, as soon as things get junked up, the, muddy, the water gets a little bit muddy, they're the gone. gone. Or the first one to point a finger or the first one to say, oh, no, that wasn't me or be involved or anything like that. Uh-huh, 100%. And a lot of the times, these uh, people, you know, everyone's motivated by self-interest. That's what it is. And basically, you know, all you got is yourself. And if you're lucky, family. You know, sometimes your friends become family and that happens. But, I mean, I can't, I don't think you can really say oh that person's you know the worst ever because they they left i mean you gotta look at your life too and maybe someone was going through something you had no idea but you didn't keep up with them because you got busy with your life and they think like oh you're a bad person like screw you cut everyone off life happens yeah yeah totally but there's there's ways where you can kind of see what people are about and then that's always good when you have those down times because then you can uh, adjust accordingly to who's your life and who you should be giving that energy to. Right, so it's, it's really tough for a lot of people because a lot of people always want to have a lot of people around them. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know People I'm, are scared to be lonely. Right, I'm, I'm a very big people person, but at, a, at the same time, I wouldn't consider everybody that I, I'm around is always a close friend. Mm -hmm. Because there's stories that I would tell that my really close friends, that I just can't tell everybody. No, you can't. You know what I mean? Like, because you never know what somebody's going to use against you. And that's what we're trying to, trying to, trying to get across to you guys about your real boys compared to just your associates. And uh, with this podcast we're creating and really putting ourselves out there and doing this, um, we're, uh, we're getting to see that. And luckily, in our lives, it seems like that we got a lot of positive people. And I've really worked hard the last couple of years to really kind of get away from people that aren't on the same mindset. No. That with the positivity, that aren't going to encourage me to do what I want. We're not saying... Uh, positive criticism is bad. Like if you're like you talk about this, if your buddy wants to be the best drug dealer. Oh yeah, no, I, ain't, I ain't gonna influence somebody to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know but what it, I mean? if it's something positive, 
and uh, people are, you know, oh, what if this happens? Are you sure you want to do it? And kind of creating those doubts in your head. Mm -hmm. You don't really want that around you, do you? Not at all. I wouldn't want it around me at all because I, I actually was working a job before this, before okay. I came back to Europe. Um, I was working a job doing sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a boss that considered me his boy. Right, okay. You know, because you become one of the top dogs. You're doing really good in sales. You're building big doing teams, something for him. Doing something for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he thought it, I, I was his boy. So, you know, I ended up moving in with him and everything like that. But then oh, wow. I, I got to this point where I was like, man, did, did I give up football too soon? Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I I was feeling really low at the time. So really, I thought the only person I can talk to was my boy. Yeah. You know, my boss. You know, so I went into his office and I, I was talking to him about it. He's like, well, do you, how long do you think you can play? I was like, three years. He's like, what are you going to do after that? What happens if you get injured? Or don't you think all this could happen? Fill me with doubts. Yeah, fill me with a whole bunch of doubts. So I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't go back and play. Like, this isn't for me. But then the more I started hanging around the gym and being around guys that were actually on that same wavelength that told me, like, man, you're, you're 27. Like, why wouldn't you continue to play? You had a chance to live overseas. You had a chance to like do something that a lot of people don't get to do. Like yeah. thinking about all the stuff that I do over here, like working with the kids and all that stuff. I was like, why wouldn't I go back? So then the next day I went back in and you know I, I was like, I'm done with this, right, man? He was like, oh, I thought we were boys and all this stuff. Like, like that. Wait, hold up, bro. Like you just told me like I couldn't go back and do something that I, that I really wanted to do, and now you're telling me, oh, now we're boys. Like, why don't you stay? Like, this isn't for the best interest of me. It's for the best interest of you. So that's why I, I started to realize, like, you really got to pick and choose your boys. Totally. Because your boys aren't always going to be the ones that, your boys are always going to be the ones that keep it real with you. Well, what's that quote? It's, uh, show me the five people you hang around most, and that's who you become, mm -hmm. or who you associate with. And, it, and it's so true. Like, when you, God, I, I really got in this whole positive energy, spirituality, affirmations. I used to think it was a load of shit. Right. But the more you get into it, and the more you start putting these pieces in your life, like weird things happen. And it's it's so true how you you operate in life, um, getting on you know, structure, you know, schedule, but being around good people and then this this energy stuff's real. You can feel it when you're around when you everyone can feel when they're around a negative person. Oh like, yeah. Give me out of here. Room this just feels awkward. It's like elephants in the room. Yeah. And but then it's a whole different thing when you around someone that has uh, they're secure with themselves. They're not afraid to be themselves. They uh, they motivate you to be better. And so I I really look uh, to be around people one that are in my same mindset. But I also like to find people that are uh, larger than me, more successful than me, um, that kind of stuff. You know, mentors try to mm -hmm. learn from them. And uh, a big uh, way I've done that is through cigar lounges. And uh, think about it. Who goes to cigar lounges? You know, to be honest with you, the first time I heard about cigar lounges was from you. Okay. You yeah. I mean? Like it was never been my my thing. But when I went to the cigar lounge with you, when we went last week, it was it was it was a cool little vibe. You know. Yeah. It was chill because people that go there are people that are just there to like chill, think, actually think through things. Yeah. And just enjoy the like the the, the peaceful time. I've always said this. Um, cigar smoking is like a form of meditation. Kind of like your problems go up in the smoke. Right. I refer to it. But so basically, the main people that go to these cigar lounges are usually, you know, well-off people, retired, right, right. older, you know, uh, have a lot of experience. Um, so you know, I go to these places and I network. I love networking. I like meeting new people and doing all that. But the the vibe I've gotten from a lot of uh, people at these cigar lounges is uh, just they always push you to do something and uh, mm -hmm. be positive and don't worry about 
what everyone's thinking and, and what if this goes wrong. They're all, and it's every time you're around a winner, people that are, you know, there's exceptions, but most of them want other people to succeed. Exactly. They're not trying to bring down everyone else to make themselves feel better because that's the main thing. When someone is, let's say, jealous or the haters, right? You're haters. Yeah. You ain't got no haters, you ain't popping, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, but the whole thing of that is they're projecting their insecurities. Yeah. On onto other people because you know what they wish they could put themselves out there they wish they could you know be this and that and so now I've kind of like flipped my mindset I used to be very vengeful person a right. lot of revenge like oh fuck you I'm gonna show you and and um, you know just I and I think it's a good way to use it for a little motivation but in the end it's not worth it anyways I kind of flipped the mindset like damn I feel bad for you you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm not uh, I'm not uh, mad at you and I hope that you can find peace somewhere because if I had to live that life which I've, I've been a jealous person I've, uh, I've had times I got stories we'll go into but it's a not a good life and it, it's sad what did, what'd, you, what'd you do when you were trying to achieve that revenge like, what, like how did you go about it well you just I think it's a good point to, to have to use it as motivation but it can't be your sole purpose right and uh, you can't do it out of Jealousy. Um, the story I was going to get into, we talked about this. Uh, Tyus Jones is from uh, my area, and he plays for the Timberwolves right now. He's on Duke, very highly regarded recruit, had a huge shot. Uh, he's the finals MVP in the mm-hmm. Final Four, whatever. Yep. So, really successful guy, and he gives back to the community. He's just a stellar guy. Well, growing up, he played football, baseball, and then basketball, he always played higher. So, everyone knew who he was, right? And you're like, oh, you know, screw Tyus, you know, I'm going to be better than him. and that's good. You want to compete, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of being trying to like be jealous of him, I should say, you know what? He does this really good. He does that really good, and and been happy for a really good person that's put, put Minnesota on the map for basketball. That dude put Minnesota on the map. Right. Now we got a lot of dudes coming out. But instead of you know focusing my energy on being negative and jealous of him, I should have looked at what he does and and uh, emulated it. The the good parts. Right. And. I think that would uh, proved uh, to be more useful in my uh, time. Right. So it goes a lot into like trying to prove people wrong. Yeah. You know I mean, a, a lot of a lot of us as athletes, we do this a lot of times. Even even through regular people in regular regular life. You know, sorry to call people regular, but you know what I mean. Just everyday person. Yeah. yeah. You know, the everyday person. We always want to prove our doubters wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The people that tell us that we couldn't make it to this level. People say you can't play in the NFL, you can't play in college because the percentage is so small, or you're not tall enough, or you're not you're not fast enough, or anything. We're always so worried about trying to prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. But what about all those people that are in your corner that like believe in you, that want you to do great? Like you you forget about them because you're so focused on this negative thing that's given to you, and you think it's a drive. But once you achieve it, what do you do? Because this this happened to me very very deeply. You know what I mean? Like I I was so focused on. Proving everybody wrong that told me that I couldn't make it to the NFL, right? I transferred schools. I went to UNC Charlotte as a startup program. It was a small school. You didn't play against anybody big. Oh, that means you can't come downhill or anything. Your hips are too tight. So all I was worried about was all these negative things that people were telling me that were wrong. But then I forgot that I had this huge support cast. I had my mom, my dad, my sister, like my really, really close friends that were telling me, bro, you've got the talent to do it. Just go do it. But I didn't care about what they were saying. I was caring about what all the negative people were. Yeah. So I was focused on that. And when I when I got to minicamp and I had, I had made it, I had signed my contract. Shoot, I made it. I'm good. All the doubters that, 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 that kind were Kind of felt empty. Yeah, I was like, I, I'd done it. Like, I'd done everything I needed to do. Really, I didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I did something. 
right? I made it to the NFL. I, I played in those preseason games, but I could have gone so much further if I just would have. Maybe I could have gone further. I don't know where life is taking me. It's, it's a great place now, but if I would have focused more on the positive and what I'm actually enjoying about getting out of this, I probably would have done a lot better and been in a better place in life. No, that's great. And um, it's so true. When you get that revenge, I've gotten a lot of revenge in my life. Once you get it, you're like, whoa, that's it? Right. When you look back, you're like, oh, this going to be so cool. I'm going to put it in all their faces and all that. And then once you do it, everyone kind of forgets, too. Like, you always have it over them, but it's yeah. they, people move on. You, they, and it was so built up in your head, and you thought they were thinking that they don't care. And that's a point, too. We're talking about uh, the fearless mindset and all that. And, like, right now, we're sitting in a coffee shop. And uh, I always tell Des, you know, okay, we're talking, and people are probably looking at us and all that. But... When you leave here, are you going to remember what any of these people are wearing? Are you going to remember any of these people? Nah, nah. Because I didn't even really looked around. <laughs> and that's the crazy thing, though. Like, in our heads, we're thinking, oh, what, are, what is that person thinking of me? Uh, am I doing this right? Uh, um, are they looking at me funny? All that. But in reality, they're thinking the same thing. Right. They're worried what everyone Especially else is. Especially two Americans over here. Yeah. Just, you know, chatting up. They're thinking about what everyone else is thinking of them. So you're both expending this energy on things that's not even real. Because yeah. I'm, th I'm not thinking about the homeboy over there looking out the window. and But he's probably thinking, oh, my God, what is uh, that kid with the, the cap on and the scarf? Or what, what's, the, what's the next thing he can like on IG? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, cause he, yeah. So that's like a key mindset piece is that people, they're not thinking about you. No. So don't, oh, my God, you know, i got to think about, do I care what they think and this and that? And I always say, okay, don't be an evil person. Don't be an absolute asshole. But if you're being a good person and being positive, then do what you want. Because for one, no one really cares what you're doing. So might as well live happily, right? And for two, once you start living that way, the right people come along with you. The right energy comes along with you and you build momentum and you keep going. Right, because your circle is always going to determine what you become. Because you know how people always say, it always, always is who you hang around. If you hang around people that, that do drugs, you're going to end up eventually doing drugs. You hang around the gangbangers, you end up becoming a gangbanger. Hang around ball players, you become ball player. Like Your circle depends, like determines a lot of things about what you become. And yeah, you can be the, the odd one that goes against the norm. But realistically, if you're with, a, with one group, you get labeled that way. Yeah. It's, it's such a bad thing that we do in society. But when you realistically look at it, like how, how, how much does it actually go into play? Yeah. A lot. Because most people that are always together... They influence each other to do the same things. And uh, this kind of goes into what I'm really interested in studying about is your subconscious and your conscious mind. It's a 10% of our being, and we know what we're doing right now talking, mm -hmm. is our conscious mind. And then 90%, what really makes us who we are, is our subconscious. And we don't have control. We don't really realize what all goes on in our subconscious. Mm -hmm. And that's where all the affirmations and the, what music you listen to who you hang around that gets dug deep in your subconscious and that subconscious of kind of what you operate on right and we think we're over oh, this logical person and we're doing all this stuff and and we control what we're doing but for the most part we're very illogical are we're almost on autopilot we don't think we are it goes in the whole free will right and all that stuff so if you can tap into kind of like your core and your being you can change things that's what the whole affirmations comes in i mean playing uh you know open up your awareness to the possibilities and and bringing that positive energy right. into your life um that, that's a whole 
topic that we want to get into later on. Right, but you're definitely going to have to go deep yeah. with affirmations for me because I don't know anything about it. I know there's plenty of our followers that are going to be like, this man trying to like put some hypnosis on me. <laughs> you over here doing some witchcraft or something like that. But um, hold on, though. I'm gonna let's get a back to the kind of the core thing. I got this quote here, and it's from Mr. Kanye West. And, Easy. And trust me, about five years ago, before I had a roommate that kind of got me on Kanye, I used to think Kanye was a narcissist, egomaniac. Oh, Taylor Swift, uh, George Bush doesn't care about black people, all that stuff. So you know, with the what I saw in the media and when I saw outside of that and do my independent research, that's what my opinion was of him. You know what I mean, and then uh, my roommate, Brahim Cruz, um, down in Rochester, he's like, no, dude, Kanye is way deeper than you could ever imagine. If you actually look into him, look at his interviews, listen to his music, I'm telling you, you'll be inspired. So I did. Mm -hmm. And what I found was amazing. This dude's life has been a total affirmation, positive energy, um, fearlessness. I love the fearlessness. He doesn't care what people think. And look what's resulted in. The dude can put the weirdest shoes on and people buy them. And put on some garbage bags. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> That's funny. But Your feet are trash. <laughs> but the guy's a gold mine of quotes, and here's one of them. And I like how it's real, too. It's not, It's not. He says like a lot, and, and uh, it's just kind of straight from his heart, it feels like. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it really matters, and then like it really doesn't matter. What matters is the people who are sparked by it. And the people who are like offended by it, it doesn't matter because it's about motivating the doers. Because I'm here to follow my dreams and inspire other people to follow their dreams too. Think about that. Is that shit powerful or what? It's it's real because you can you can hear the likes. And if you if you actually yeah. like listen to Kanye's music or if you listen to any of his interviews or anything, you hear him speak just like that. And so when you when you get quotes like that from actual artists that are real. Instead of broken down, let me be able to grammatically correct it yeah. like that. It draws you to it a little bit more. And also the fact that he doesn't care. He's there for the doers because he wants to do something for himself. Like that that to me is, is moving because who cares? Mm -hmm. If you're not doing something I don't want to do or you're doing something I want to do, why wouldn't I follow that doer instead of the other person? Totally. That's what matters. And you could have 100 people that say, what the hell are you doing with this bold perceptions thing? But, like, we've gotten some reviews. People are like, oh, my God. Like, this kind of got me inspired a little bit. This right. kind of gave me um, some juice. And that means more than anything. That's right. the key. And that's when you put your mindset into something like this and say, you know what? I'm not going to worry about the people that aren't going to take something from it or who uh, think it's weird and all that. But the people that actually do like it and we can motivate them. That's what it's about. And that's what gives me that fearlessness. Right. And we're not here to tell you to go ditch your boys. We're not here. To, we're not telling yeah. you to go go jump jump ship from them and stuff. What we're saying is that take a closer look. Mm -hmm. Who's really in your circle for the positive things? Like, what are you guys doing on a daily basis that's encouraging you to go to where you want to go? Like, do you guys talk about, like, what you want to be when you grow up or what your dreams are, what are your goals? And then are you guys setting, setting things down on, like, how are you going to achieve that? Mm -hmm. Like, because if you both aren't pushing towards that, if you just put a dream out there, it's just a dream, right? Yeah. If you don't have a goal and you don't have anything set for how you're going to achieve it, then how are you really going to achieve that thing? And then if you guys aren't driving each other, like, why? Like, what are we doing on a daily basis? We're just waking up, eating breakfast, and wasting another 24 hours. I think a great way you can tell, too, is the people when you hang out with them or what you do when you hang out with them. If it's always, hey, let's go get a happy hour, you know, after work, and... 
well, let's go watch the game and hey, you know, skip your workout. Let's just have fun tonight. I think there's like signs that you can be like, wait a second. Because sometimes we get so caught up in life, we're not aware of what's going on. Like right. I talked about the subconscious, conscious, yeah, yeah. we're on autopilot. Yep. And if you can just do some self-reflection, because no one does it anymore. Everyone's mm-hmm. constantly on their phone. Um, That's their own self-reflection. Somebody else reflected on them, so now it means that they can reflect on it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can just take a step back. And just kind of look at who's in your life. Write it down in a journal. Um, talk about the positives, the cons. You know, are they going in a direction that you want to go? You know, because you gotta have people in your life too that they're your peers, and you just want to, you know, have fun. You know, and, and mess around with them. But if it's causing more negativity than positivity, I think you gotta really uh, take a step back and look at it. For sure. And instead of just saying, "Oh," as I see this all the time. People are like, oh, I cut off someone super quick. They do one thing wrong or they're not my mindset. No, that's total negative. I don't think that's good. Instead, speak to them. Give them a, a conversation. I actually have a story about this. This happened uh, last fall with one of my really good friends. And we always talk. You know, we try to get a phone call in. At one point, we were doing like almost every other day. Now it's probably once a week. You know, the time difference is yeah. crazy. But it got to the point where, oh, we laugh about his bad luck and oh this happened to me oh i hate my life and you know it's funny you know but then after a while it's like seriously like that's all we talk about now yeah. it's like oh yeah this should happen to you ha 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 like why and then so i told him like hey i love you i've had your back um i'm gonna continue having your back but i can't keep associating with you if all you're gonna bring to me is just negativity let's talk about something positive i mean let's uh let's speak without this uh bad energy Anyways, he's like, it opened him up. He's like, holy shit, like, but I, and he kind of makes excuses, like, what are you talking about? But I'm like, no, dude, I'm fucking serious. If you don't change up, I don't want to associate with you. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, I'm going to think about it. I got to get text, like, the next day, he's like, you're not cutting me off. And then, I shit you not. And I think some other stuff happened in his life that really mm-hmm. helped out. But the dude is living amazing now. And every time I speak to him, I get good feelings. And he's like, hey, this is going well. How are you doing, Maroon? Like, you like it overseas? And, oh, let's let's work on this. Let's build this. And and it's just the energy, the mindset totally changed. And his life, he's one of the best salesmen in Lifetime Fitness right now. And he's like a 20, what is he, 23 now? Just mm-hmm. freaking running shit. And before that, he could barely speak. Like, his community, like, he couldn't really sell. You know, he's my guy. And, you know, yeah. he wouldn't talk. Now he's like, I'm talking on the phone. He sounds like a I mean, uh, what's his name? Belford, like selling shit. I'm like, oh my God. But like, that's what I'm saying. So still make a difference to these people. Try to make a difference. And if they don't change or they keep that same uh, energy, then you got to say, you know what? It's better for me to move on. Right. And hopefully it wakes them up. Right. I'm never big on cutting people off because you never know what point of somebody's like life yeah. they're in. Right, because like I could cut you off and then something bad happened. Right, like let's talk. Let's talk over like what's what's really going on. Mm-hmm. Right, let's let's flip this all. And, like realize like on a daily basis things aren't really as bad as you're probably making them out to be. Yeah, you know, and, it, and if it ever gets to a point to where we we're no longer communicating this stuff, I'm not gonna go do, do the whole like block you on social media and all this stuff because like Childish. for some reason like I still feel like if you see the way I'm living my life, it's it's all positive. It's all the way I want to live the life. I'm, I'm out here traveling. I'm out here seeing the world. I'm out here still playing a sport that I love. So, like, I hope that it still influences you to go do the positive things that you want to do. And it doesn't get rid of all that negativity. Because there's no point in keeping it around. And if you can't talk about things like we're doing right now, we're really going nowhere in life. 
yeah. without, without discussing things, we're just losing everything that we've all been given. So I just think it's important to always talk things over. No, I 100% agree because that kind of goes back to the point like when you're going through shit and you're like, well, where's everyone? I mean, looking. And sometimes they don't know because a lot of people don't just blast their stuff on social media. You know, it's behind the scenes. And like you said, life gets busy. So some people, it's not like they're thinking about you 24-7 and, oh, yeah, screw him. And he's going through a bad part. They do have a life, too. I'll tell you what, though. There are people that love, especially when you put yourself in a position where you're out there and you throw yourself to the world. People love seeing those people fail. And it goes back to the projection of, you know, insecurities because they wish that they had that confidence, that security to say, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do something I really want to do. And the opinions of others, I, I can't worry about it. I got to be worried about being happy and doing what I love and what I want. And uh, so those people, you just switch the mindset. You know, you can use this as a little motivation, but the haters feel bad for them. So honestly, it would be a miserable life, hating on everything, being jealous of everything. Trying to critique every little thing, try to pick out what's wrong with something. Like, there's probably good things going on everywhere around you. So I would say, throughout this whole segment, what we're trying to tell you guys is figure out who's really in your circle. Yeah. Who's really your boy, who's really your girl, who's really that really true friend for you. We're not saying ditch everybody, but if somebody's negative in your life right now and you consider them your friend, Discuss it with them. Speak, yeah. Speak up, say something. Because like, you never know how you both can switch your mindsets and now you guys can be that, that positive influence. If you guys don't have anybody else to reach out to, you guys can reach out to us. Hey, it is we're, up. We're going we're gonna to keep it real with you guys. Yeah. You know, we're going to always tell you to be positive. But you know, you guys can reach us on Instagram. You guys can reach us on Twitter. Yeah, we, we're in the socials now. You know, uh, we're, we're, we're all over the place And uh, some sweet coach teams here. And some guys like... Uh, you gotta get your views up, bro. Like you gotta get your cloud up. I was like, oh my god! So get our fucking cloud up. Just yeah. do the follow thing. Yeah, yeah. Could you, guys, please go ahead and hit follow, hit subscribe, leave us a review. And here's stuff. what we want to do though: with that we want it to be like a community, like where you can go to people in it. Um, we can discuss back and forth. We want to like create something more than just oh, listeners listen to a podcast. We want everyone involved. Yeah. Because I think um, we, we, we discussed about having some, some competitions, sending people on some yeah. trips, on places that we're going to be at, linking up there to show them what it's like to actually travel, you know, so we can get out and be those bold perceptions, get you guys on here too. We have a bunch of other people coming on that are going to speak about what it's like to be over here. Yeah. Um, so like I said, competitions. Yeah, and uh, like testimonials too. Yeah. And like like a grateful... Uh, grateful exercise where we celebrate people what they're doing in their lives because sometimes you know in everyday life people don't get celebrated and you're like oh I did this big thing and and we want to like really put that out there we don't have to say your name or nothing but you know show that um, you're appreciated and that we're you know proud of that and also topics that other people want to hear too yeah you know yeah yeah like people dropping us questions on Instagram because we do have a couple questions yeah, that yeah. are here for we'll, us. We'll get to them, but I got a comment. So this happened actually this morning. I got a call at 3 a.m., um, fell asleep. I woke up at 6, and I got a message from my friend. He's in D.C. right now. He's been studying for that MCAT. He wants to go to med school. And I got him kind of on these affirmations a couple years ago. And we'll get really deep in these affirmations later, but I'm kind of giving you a, just a quick um, story. Anyways, he started slowly doing it. He's like, damn, like, this might be, you know, worth it. But then everyone has a mindset like, oh, it's just, you know, coincidence and all that stuff. And maybe it's hocus pocus. But anyways, he kept on it. And he started getting really more into it, more into it. And then we talked about when he went to D.C. to study, 
he's working at a lab too, smart dude, really smart dude. He's like, I'm gonna really put this thing to a test. And I'm not saying this works all the time with when you're being really specific. It's more better to do a general broad one. I don't know, it depends on the person. But he said, I will score, what, 514? It was a high score, 90 percentile on my M MCAT. Wrote that for six months. Anyways, he had a practice exam like uh, three months ago. Guess what score he got? He got the 514. He's like, holy shit, this is fucking weird, right? Anyways, he texted me this morning. He's like, dude, this is crazy. This is the 100% real deal. What score did he get? Got the same freaking score. So he can go to school he wants to go to, um, the doctor stuff. And and it, to me, that's amazing. And Crazy what happens when you put stuff out in the universe. Yeah, and the fact that I, I'm not... I got him to kind of go on this. We always go back and forth with different self-improvement kind of stuff, right, positivity. Right. But, like, you know how good that felt? I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so cool. Like, this guy's, like, doing something really special, and I kind of had a somewhat of a part of it. And it just made you – it gave me a burst of energy this morning. Right. I felt really – I about to say, because you texted me at, like, 6 a.m. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm, st I'm still trying to catch up while <laughs> But and that's what we talk about making other people better and right. feeling better and it goes back on you tenfold and um so i think that was just a sweet you know testimonial part and we want to get more of that in here we want to keep you know bringing that positivity in your everyday life um like but i said we want to bring the followers into to everything that we're doing we want to make people a part of who we are so one question that we got on instagram is what's a book that's been impacting you um this is a great book i read finished up before I got here, it's The War on Art, not The Art of War, Sun Tzu's big uh, military book, but The War mm -hmm. on Art, and it's about kind of getting through your creative blocks and uh, achieving success, uh, gaining uh, motivation, energy. It's an easy read. It's uh, pretty cheap on Amazon, eight bucks. I've got a couple other people that have read it. They loved it, and it's really a, a book that gets you to the table and creates momentum. That's a big momentum piece. Right. So it's the war on art. Hold on a second while I, the author, blanket on the author. War on art. I haven't heard that one. I haven't read that one either. Stephen Pressfield. And this guy's got a freaking great story of, of failure and he's written movies. and, But yeah, really check this book out. The War of Art, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. Check it on Amazon. It's cheap. Um, that just reminded me about um, people, successful people. We talked about the Kanye, just mm -hmm. going saying, you know what, I'm putting myself out there in the world, I'm gonna let my creativity shine, and who clicks with it, clicks with it, who doesn't, they don't, right? I got a story about uh, a guy from my area again, call me Charisma, mm -hmm. he's like an emo kind of rapper type guy, millions of streams on Spotify. Anyways, right. when I was in high school, he was at a town over, didn't know him, guy added me on the, the Facebook back when I had one, and was like sending me, you know, the SoundCloud rappers and always sending stuff to people. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I didn't really mess with the music at all. But mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I respect that he had the balls to kind of throw it at me. And I bet he's throwing it at a lot of other people. So I gave him encouragement. I was like, hey, you know what? That's great. Follow your dreams. And I tried to give him some critiques. What did I know about rap in ninth grade? But uh, anyway, so but he's kind of looked at it as a clown, right? Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, the years go by and he starts getting bigger and bigger. And uh, he blew up. He met the right people, the right quality song hit. Um, and it's just amazing when you look at anyone that's ever done anything, how they've had that, that mindset. Like, yo, this is who I am. I'm putting myself out there. I want 
if you guys like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And I actually saw him about two years after high school. What I don't know. He wasn't as big then. Now he's freaking huge. But uh, yeah, I'm like, hey man, what's up, uh, Nick? You remember me uh, packing the face with you? I never met him in person. And he's like, oh yeah, like Rooney, like. Hey, it's great to see you. I'm like, yeah, I heard you're doing good. Like, congrats. It's like, yeah, man, it's it's awesome. You just had this great energy. And it was so cool to see someone that was looked at as a freaking clown. And right. now all people are, like, following him. He's gone through some rough times recently, I guess, with uh, some stuff. I don't want to get into it. I saw it on the Twitter. It's, it's terrible. Like, who knows what's going on, right? But yeah. to see someone achieve something like that, and it goes back to what we were talking about, um crazy or genius and it seems like everyone's a freaking maniac or a loser until they make it and then right. they're a genius right and the whole mindset switches and to me that's it uh it blows my mind and that's a we got to link that video on our our instagram thing uh kanye west crazy or genius is about seven minutes motivation up the ass i'm mm. telling you i watched that i've watched it probably 50 times and it really dives in the mindset of what it takes to be a successful person, what it takes to live the life you want to live. Okay. Add some comments. Yeah, so the book I read um, probably a little bit ago, uh, it, was, it was by Philip Buchanan, former football player. Okay, for the University yeah. of Miami, cornerback. Um, it was called New Money, Staying Rich. Right? Okay. So I read, I read this book when I first got into the NFL. Uh, reason being is because I my first time signing a big contract yeah, like that. Yeah, getting paid, baby. You know I mean? like, it's crazy having that money at a young age. Yeah, and I, I saw that all the dollar signs and then all the people that I had hit me up. Oh, yeah. so, so a big thing that happened to me is when, when I did sign with the Jags, it's my hometown team, right? So I know everything that's going around there. Yeah. Um, weekends that we would have free time to go out. I might decide to go out one weekend. You know, so I went out with all the boys, went out with the guys from the team and stuff. Um, my adopted brother met me out, right? Um, we hadn't talked in about three, four years, right? It, it had been a minute. So I, I was like, yo, like, come out with us and everything like that. When he came, when he came, I went outside to meet him. He was like, oh, you got money now, pay for my parking. I was like, all right, yeah, cool one. Not going to happen, right? So we brought him inside, brought him upstairs to the bar. We're at the bar, standing there, and he orders, like, oh, like I think, like, 10 to 15 shots. Something crazy, right? Because we're all having a good time and everything, and he... He orders all these shots. He's like, Dez, Dez. I was like, what's good? And he was like, shots. He was like, but you got to pay. You got money now. I turned around and left the bar. Damn. Because to me, like, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. I was like, don't get me wrong. I, I do, do have something that I've worked for now, but I'm not going to give you anything from my handout. Just because we're related, you're my adopted brother, doesn't mean that I have to give you anything. Like, you're not owed any of what I have. Yeah. Right? And that's what a lot of this book talks about. It talks about like guys that are just now coming into money and knowing the differentiation between your mom asking for money because she's really in need of, of paying her bills compared to her just asking money just to go blow it. Someone using you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in a lot of that time happens for a lot of these guys that are just now coming into money. They don't know how to, to say no to the people that are just there for the handout. Got right? to say no in you, life. Yeah, exactly. In life too. They keep their, their homeboys around who are just sucking them dry to just keep the money flowing because they're there to party. And as soon as you're out of money, and you're done playing, guess where they're at? They're Come gone on. too. That's a great point. You just reminded me. So I watched that documentary on was it Studio 54, the famous uh, New York City club. Like it's legendary, right? Craziest thing happened. All the celebrities went there. So the owners end up getting in trouble. Got a bunch of coke in there, money laundering, all that. So uh, place got shut down. You know, had its run. And the guys are talking like, yeah, when I was running this club, I was the man. Everyone loved me. I was celebrities here, there. And then when it all went away. 
back to reality. And the people are no longer there. They're not there. And then that's why, like, when you do kind of blow up or you get bigger, you got to you keep the people that are with you around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the people, because you respect that, right? But they got to know the difference between using you and still being, you know, friends. So you're going to give to your, your boys that helped you out. You know what I mean? Right, of course. But if there, it's every freaking time we're going out to eat, pay for my stuff, doing that. That's wrong, but that's so true. This whole fame, the glitz and the glamour, and I can't wait to have Klaus on here, which we're doing, should be Friday when we yeah. meet them. This say what it's like when it's um when it gets taken away. Yeah. And because I mean who's you, there? You, you have boys that are like, all right, if you don't have anything in your account, I do. We're both gonna eat. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then you got boys that both you guys got something in your account but they're always looking at you to pay for the meal. Or if you're that boy that has no money in his account, like you better be working. Right. And, and Trying to do something with yourself. If I see you doing that, trust me, we're still we're still yeah, exactly. together. You know. But our, our our next question on IG. Um what do you think about the Danes? Uh the Danes, we kinda of hit on it in the, the intro. Um they're a lot of good people when you get to know them. Mm -hmm. And this culture here is really they don't open up to strangers much. Like, I'm a really talkative person, so I'll be on the street, like, trying to pick up chicks or something, or, or just saying, like, hey, what's up to anyone, you know? Yeah, and they're just, just looking at me like, oh, my God, is this guy freaking crazy? And, uh, but then once they realize you're an American, you're a tourist, you don't really know the culture, they open up really well. Mm -hmm. And another big thing here, which was weird, and why I had to drink when I first got here, when that, that cruise got hammered on, Yeah. once you drink with them and, like, open up on that end, then they're, like, really cool with you. Yeah. Like, that's a... And you know way more about this, so yeah, speak yeah. on it. Um, my, this is my second time here in Denmark. Um, you got to really get to know who they are. Because um, like, like you said, they're not opening to, to many people. But when they do open up to you, you're accepted. Yeah. You're in there. Um, they like their space on the trains or on the buses. Don't sit close to them. They will get annoyed by it. Ask somebody if you want to pet their dog. <laughs> Unless the dog is friendly and comes to you, you better ask first because they'll pull the dog away. Um, but they love to drink and they're, they're open to Big things. drinking culture. You know what I mean? Like if, if you really do, like you said, go drinking with them, they're completely different people. Um, but they're always open to help. You know, like this society is so much on, on helping the Even person. Each other, the whole socialism thing. Yeah. They do a great, they figured out the work-life balance. And they right. figured out, you know, most of them, they work, they contribute to society. Um, it's, they, overall, it's, it's a good, good people. Yeah. Really good people. I would, I would say that the Danes have very pretty women. Very. Yeah. <laughs> from 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 all ages, from like twenty one all the way. Dude, up they to got fifty year olds <laughs> looking like. I was like, what? So so that's what I would say about the Danes. Very very close to a point until you get to know them. But totally. I think the younger generation is also changing I'll, that. I'll tell you one thing though, is um, and I won't say all of them, but it's. The work ethic in America and getting things done and moving at a fast pace here, it's way slower. Yeah. Everyone takes it. And maybe it works. Maybe it's a good thing because it's one of the happiest places in the world. You know, people are living good. You know, maybe we are too strong as Americans. But that one thing I do kind of get annoyed of is people showing up late, is uh, people not getting shit done. I mean, cause I, I like to move. I You're move high energy. Very. If anybody on the podcast couldn't tell you, Nick is the high energy one. <laughs> yeah, that just chills me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because uh, – we're going to talk about the boys thing, actually, too, a little bit about this. My man told me today, show up, dress nice. Right? I want to get a nice little picture. <laughs> Let me get a nice picture. Guess what? Dez is Dez. I stay chill. I came in my sweats today. Like yeah, but you should have seen another day we were hanging out, and he's like, oh, so you telling me to dress up. So this dude was, like, rocking. I mean, he had, like, the jean jacket, the, the skinny pants, these shoes that were, like, purple. Like, I was like, dude. 
people are giving us like looks like we're like celebrities, and I'm yeah, sometimes, like, sometimes you got to stunt on you gotta, them. Yeah, sometimes stunt. you got to stunt on them. That's it. My whole philosophy with the the looking good and uh, dressing well, you you know, the clothes don't make the man, yeah. but they really help uh, project how you feel about yourself. You know, um, you can't fake it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got these clowns wearing like the Gucci and all that oh, that yeah, just yeah. look like you know an idiot, but. I think uh, it really makes a difference when you you feel obviously you feel good you play good you know look the same mm-hmm. and just uh, it gives you you know the shoulders start perking up and you feel right, confident. Right. Yeah, I think the flip side of that for me has always been wanting to prove the opposite of that. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, so like the whole thing with you you can't work in a work work field with hand tattoos. Yeah. Got a hand tattoo and worked in the work field and did it perfect. So you can't go to work with wearing sweats or jeans or whatever like not looking too bummy show up and do it right as long as you get your job done like, yeah who cares what you look like from the outside or like we talk about it like in this positive energy if i put up positive energy good vibes like who cares what i'm dressed like like you said the clothes don't make the man i make it totally you know? so that's the way I, you know there's there's two perspectives sides. yeah two perspectives two perceptions of it all. but tell me this don't you didn't you feel like the shit the other day when you i feel like shit yeah. don't try me like that <laughs> but you look good that was good so um but yeah, that's closing this uh, little pop-up episode. How much uh, time we got right here? We got about 45 minutes. Oh, wow. We got some, some good content. So we're excited to kind of hear you guys' feedback. Um, we're happy you're along with this journey with us, and we really want to take you guys in with us, and let's build this thing together. Let's keep the positive energy flowing, and um, it's exciting. We appreciate you guys being on here to listen to us, and uh, look forward to the next Here's one. a couple more pen tests for you. <laughs>